Welcome to the Light Leaders Podcast, where I'll show you how to step into the light leader that you were born to be. If you're wanting to align with your soul purpose, activate your psychic abilities, and to create an impactful and abundant business, you're in the right place. My name is Athena Bailey, and I'm a trans channeler, a kinesiologist, and a business coach. And I'm here to remind you of the divinity you have within you the sole purpose that guides you through life, and how through your business, you can create the huge spiritual shift into 5D that we're all here for. In this podcast, you'll receive spiritual teachings for your business, manifestation techniques to quantum leap, channelings with energetic activations, and tried and tested business strategies specifically for spiritual entrepreneurs. If you're ready to kickstart your ascension and align with your higher self, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Light Leaders. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to actually get what you want. And I say that in those terms because, yes, it's manifestation, but it's also co-creation. I do think manifestation work is very important, but to me, manifestation implies that we do it alone, that we're on our own and we're kind of independently in this vacuum manifesting what we desire. When in reality, the process of manifestation is co-creative. It's not just us alone manifesting. Our entire spiritual team has our back. And to me, it's co-creation because we're co-creating our reality with the divine. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I've said it before, and I have a free training about it on my website that you can check out. But when it comes to manifestation, it's a little bit different for lightworkers. Because if you're a lightworker, a light leader here in this reality at this time, you're here for a reason. You have a soul purpose, a soul mission, and your spiritual team views your soul purpose, that work that you're here to do, as the most important thing in your life. Like, that's always going to be their priority for you because it's aligned with your growth and it's aligned with the service that we're here to do. So it's really important that when you're manifesting or co-creating, as I prefer to say, that you're actually considering your team and the work that they're doing behind the scenes and what they're going to allow and what they're actually going to bring into your life. Because if something is not for your highest good and it's not going to be supportive of your sole purpose, chances are they're going to block it or stop it from coming in and they're going to bring something that's actually much higher aligned. So for you to get what you want, for you to manifest what you desire, the first and foremost method that you should be using is working with the divine. And I honestly believe it's that easy. I honestly, I do believe that it is that easy. When it comes to manifestation, it is just working with the divine because the divine wants you to have all of the things that you want because they're going to support you in creating your soul work. So chances are what you want is abundance and probably manifesting abundance. Spirit wants you to be abundant because guess what? is going to allow for more impact, you to reach more people, help more people, make a difference in the world. Spirit wants you to have your soulmate because your soulmate is going to help your spiritual growth and your soul work here, your soul purpose. 
Spirit wants you to have the things that you desire because they're going to help your spiritual growth. You have those desires for a reason, and it's important to actually acknowledge them and listen to them. So if you're listening to this and you're a light leader, which chances are you're a light worker, I've studied with a whole lot of manifestation teachers, study lots of different manifestation techniques, and as a channel, as a starseed, a light worker, there's one process that always works for me without fail, and I actually believe that it's kind of the easiest as well. You know, sometimes when we look at manifestation work, these all these processes and steps, but I genuinely believe that if you're a light worker, it's, it's a lot easier because you've got such a large support system who wants you to have all of that that you actually desire. And so really, when we talk about the whole manifestation process, it really comes down to just two things, right? This is for working with the divine. Two things, ask and align. And I'm going to get into how to actually do that properly, how to do that in a specific technique. But it's actually a lot easier than you probably realize or you probably have even been told. The first thing to know that as a light leader here on Earth, you have a ton of support. I cannot emphasize how much support you actually have. You are so loved. You are so supported. And I don't think that we can really fathom in our human bodies, with our human minds, just the level of support and love we have surrounding us in spirit, in the etheric. To kind of give you like a minuscule example of this, I want you to think of the person who you love. Some Just think of someone who you love deeply and someone who loves you deeply. Just think of that person. Bring them to mind. And I want you now to imagine that you've loved them that deeply for thousands of years. And they've loved you that deeply for thousands of years or even hundreds of years. Now imagine there are hundreds of those people. That's your spiritual team. You have had relationships over the thousands of years that you have lived in your soul group, your, um, your soul family, your monadic group. Not to mention the teachers and masters and guides who love you, who have been supporting you, who you have supported while they've been of service and incarnated. The teachers who you have learned from for hundreds of years. And so you have this huge entire support group that is supporting you and deeply loving you. This is your first point of call to getting what you want. Pretty much before I do anything, before I take any action, like that's always the first place I go to. And it kind of astounds me when I meet people who are very spiritual and that's not their first point of call. They go out and they try and create things themselves and do all the work on their own. And they're not leaning onto all the support that spirit has for them. You know, sometimes I see clients who are telling me that they really want something. They really want to manifest something like a soulmate or abundance. And I'll say, have you actually asked for this? Have you prayed for it? Have you said to spirit, this is what I want? Sometimes people feel like they don't have permission, like they're not allowed to actually ask. So let me make it clear for you without, without any doubt. Let me make it really clear for you. Spirit wants to support you. Spirit grows through service to you. 
It is part of their evolution and it is their desire to support you. And so when you send a request, you ask for help, you pray for something, spirit gets excited and goes, great, let's support you. Let's make this happen. Spirit wants you to be happy and wants you to have the things that you desire. You need to allow them and ask them. Remember, all your spiritual team is working with the laws of free will. So they're never going to interrupt, intercede, intervene your life unless you ask for them. Unless it's a life or death situation, but that's different. Here we're talking about creating our desires in our life. And if you've ever found yourself in a situation where you're like, well, I've been praying on the same thing every single day for months... Maybe spirit doesn't hear me. No, 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 no. Spirit hears you. Your angels hear you. Your guides hear you. They always hear your prayers. When you call on them and you pray for them, they hear you every single time. And so you might be asking, well, then why isn't anything happening? Like, well, maybe you haven't had the shifts that you would like to. And so I want to say to you, have you actually stopped and listened to the reply? Do you, just like, imagine you have a mobile phone, right? And you put in a number, you dial up Spirit, and you're like, hey, Spirit, can you help me with this? I need support with this. And then you hang up. And Spirit's like, well, hold on. I want to give you some guidance. I want to talk about that. And I want to tell you things to support you in getting that. And you're hanging up the phone before you're actually receiving a reply. And so I am going to say that the first thing you need to do is actually, after you pray, just stop. Stop and listen and move into receiving. And when you first start doing this, you might not receive much at all. You might receive a word, an image, a picture. If you do want to really establish this connection strong, I highly recommend doing Channeling Spirit Academy, where I'll teach you how to channel and speak to your guides. But it's already available to everyone. So close your eyes, stop, listen, and allow yourself to receive. Now, when you ask spirit something, let's say you're manifesting you know, let's say you're manifesting an abundant business, right? That's your big desire. That's what you want to create. And so when you ask spirit for it, you're most likely going to hear one of these four replies. Now, the first reply that spirit might give you is kind of the trickiest, because again, you need to know that when you're working with spirit, you're working with your higher self. They have a higher perspective, a higher viewpoint. They have an understanding of your life path and why things are happening. So the first thing that they might say to you is, do nothing. Wait. This is very hard to receive because it's actually to do with divine timing. That what you're asking for, what you're asking for to manifest into your life it's not the right time right now. And there is a reason why that hasn't come about. And all you can do is just wait and allow and be where you are now. Now, this can be really tricky because one, you have to move into trust. How much do you trust your spiritual team? How much do you trust spirit? How much do you trust the creator? Are you able to just lean back and go, okay, spirit has made it really clear. This is where I'm supposed to be right now and I can't actually push against it because I'm getting lessons or my soul growth is really important that I stay here. Can you lean into that level of trust of spirit? And if you're really struggling and you just don't know why you keep being told by spirit, wait, 
do nothing. It is absolutely worth then seeing someone who is a channeler who can speak with your guides and your spiritual team and actually tell you why you are where you are. And this can be very helpful. Like either way, you're going to realize, you know, if it's not now, then in 10 years, you'll look back and go, that's why they were telling me not to do anything and why the divine timing wasn't right. It always kind of makes sense later. But spirit gave me a big lesson for this when I was very young, when I was a teenager, I felt the presence of my twin flame around me, and I just went and said, spirit, bring me my twin flame, bring me my twin flame, bring me my twin flame, and spirit kept saying to me, no, Athena, it's not time, it's not right, this isn't how it's supposed to be, and I said, I don't care, I just want it. And so Spirit said, fine, Athena, maybe you'll learn your lesson here. And so they opened up that connection for us. And it was awful. It was horrible. It was a horrible experience. But I learned my lesson from it. And I, there was a connection and a friendship. And we're still friends today. But it was absolutely not the right timing then for us to be in each other's lives. But I pushed it and I forced it without actually listening. And that was, you know, I was very young and impatient. And now there's a deeper level of trust within me that goes, spirit is taking care of me completely. Spirit wants the best for me. Spirit wants me to have the things that I want to have. And if spirit tells me to do nothing, to wait, even if everyone around me is telling me something different, my trust goes to spirit. I trust them so deeply that if they tell me to jump, I jump. If they tell me to wait, I'll wait. And so if you get this reply, can you trust spirit enough to wait? The second response you might get, take action. So if you get this response, they'll pretty much tell you what to actually do. They'll give you exact instructions on how many time on what actually to do here. So I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I wanted to create a new program for my business. And so I said to Spirit, okay, this is what I want to create. This is what I would like to get out of having a program. Now, what should I run? And they told me, build this mastermind, make it look like this, include this. They told me who it's for, how long I should run it for. And they also told me exactly how many people would sign up to. And so I did that. I did exactly what they said. And I remember I was actually like the launch had finished, the doors had closed and I had half the amount of people that they said would sign up, signed up. And I was like, what? But Spirit said it was going to be more people than this. And I was so confused. And then literally next, the week after I had um, the rest of the people sign up just the following week. And I was like, woof, testing, testing me there, Spirit, aren't you? But it was again, deepening my faith, deepening my trust. So when you stop and listen and you get action, you get told, go do this, create this, make this, go do it, listen, take that guidance and go do it. I have so many stories where spirit told me to do something and I procrastinated or I didn't take action to it. And then like months later, I would see a healer and they would tell me the same thing, go, oh my God, you have to do this. I'm like, oh, spirit told me to do this months ago, but I didn't. And now I listen when spirit told me to stop teaching events in person that I didn't understand why I listened a month later coronavirus started and we weren't allowed to now I just shut up and trust and listen because I know I know that they're telling me for a reason so if you receive an action take it the third response you might get heal so this one is very common and it means that there is essentially what we would describe as a block 
there's something you stopping you from receiving this. So, for example, if you're manifesting an abundant business, it might be you need to heal issues around visibility. You might need to heal your relationship with money. If you're manifesting a soulmate, they might say heal your relationship with your father. You know, that might be something that comes up. So they'll give you direct guidance on what to actually heal and shift. And if you do want to go deeper into the healing aspect of it, I have the three-part free manifestation course on my website, so feel free to look into that. And the fourth response, it's not for your highest good. This one's hard because you might actually be calling something in and spirit is telling you, that's not for you. That's not for your highest good. And if you do keep asking for it, asking for it anyway, even if spirit knows it's not for your highest good, eventually spirit will probably say, fine, if you don't trust us, learn it for yourself because you are strong and powerful. You can manifest without spirit, but it's a lot harder. So if you keep manifesting and calling it in, even if it's not for your highest good, eventually it will come in, but then you're probably going to have a hard time with it. You're not going to enjoy it. And then you're going to be like, hmm, I should have listened to spirit because yeah, it's clearly not for my highest good. So most likely you're going to get one of those four responses because spirit wants you to get what you want and spirit wants to help you take the right action to heal. They can even support you with the healing to get what you want. And so that's really all that you have to do. You have to ask and then align with whatever guidance, information or steps that they're actually giving to you. So what I want to do now is actually give you the process that I use, that I work with to do my co-creative process and I do this one every single day and I find it's so effective. It's probably the most effective manifestation technique that I found for myself and so I'm going to share with you exactly what that is. So the first thing that I will do is I like to do it in the evening when I was really dedicated to it. I would do it two times a day but it takes a while so if you don't have the time, the energy to do it two times a day, it's fine to do it only once. I prefer to do it in the evening just because then I have a beautiful night's sleep where I'm getting guidance um, and having beautiful experiences. But if you prefer to do it in the morning, that's fine. I would recommend having a notebook specifically for this. Kind of think of it like your co-creation notebook. The first thing you want to do is you want to work out who are you actually working with right? Because when we do this process, we want to call them in. So yes, we want to call in your higher self. We want to call in your guides, your angels. We want to call in your soul family. But also think about the ascended masters you're working with. You know, I work a lot with Saint Germain and Thoth. If you're working with goddesses, who is it that you're working with? If you're working with the Elohim or the Archangels, call them in. And even if you don't have an existing relationship with them, that's fine. Call them in. You can literally just do list of 20 different beings calling them in for help. And they will come to you. They will listen and they will support you. So yes, call in your own team and then call on the other ascended masters, angels, guides, that can support you. So for example, if you are wanting to have a big transformation, call on Saint Germain because he will be able to support you in that and they'll support you in different ways. So if you are, for example, speaking of Thoth and Saint Germain, if you were to, for example, ask for 
heightened psychic abilities, you and you call on Saint Germain and Thoth, they'll work with you on the same thing in different ways. Saint Germain might use the violet flame on you to purify your body, while Thoth will take you in the evening in your etheric body while you're sleeping to ascension chambers where he'll work with you and teach you that. So even if you call in 20 beings to help with the same thing, they'll all help in different ways. So it's really important that you're actually utilizing the support that you have there because their big desire is to support you. So call them in specifically, call them in by name. And that's actually the first step. You wanna just call them in and get nice and connected. So you might like to do this just sitting down in bed before you go to sleep, call them in, invite them all in, say them by name, and then take a moment just with your eyes closed to feel their energy, tune into them, feel the support that they have there for you. The next thing I like to do is then I will actually just say thank you for all that I already have. So if I've had a great day, I'll thank for that. I'll think of all the blessings that I have in my life and I'll just take a moment to express gratitude for them and really just say thank you. Thank you for bringing me these things. And I truly feel that my heart opens up and I send the energy of thank you. And as you already know, I'm sure you've heard it, gratitude is the ultimate manifestation energy to be in because you are acting as if right? You're entering the energy of it's already mine and I'm so happy to have it. So as you're sending gratitude, thank already for the prayers that you're making tonight. If you're praying, if you're going to ask them for help and support with activating your psychic abilities, say thank you for the psychic abilities that are coming your way. Express gratitude because it is coming your way. So once I've done that, once I've actually called them in, I've connected to them, I've expressed gratitude, I will ask for what I want. And the way that I like to do it is I like to have a list. So if I have, you know, 10 things, 20 things, 30 things that I'm really wanting to call into my life, and it's okay to have a lot of things, you know, just feel free to write it all out. Everything that you want, you might have just your priorities. You know, you might have two things that you want that are most important to you, but it's okay to ask for multiple things and write them down and exactly as you would like them and the things you would like from it and how you would like it to show up, read it out. And you're going to remember, you're going to be reading it out every single day. After you've said their names, ask for what it is that you want. Once you've read out your list of everything that you've asked for, and that might take you two minutes, it might take you 20 minutes, depending on how much you're asking for. Once you've done that, say, thank you. These are my prayers. I ask that they manifest in full faith, in full power, in the highest and best way for myself and for all involved, for the highest good of all. Thank you, it is done, it is done, it is done. You can say that in your own words, that's kind of how I like to do it. And then I just let it go. I, it's almost like energetically, I'm giving it to them now. And then I close my eyes and receive. And that's when I'll start to receive guidance about it. And I might be told certain things. If there's one thing that I'm really wanting to manifest, I'll ask questions specifically about that, you know, and if it's, wait, do nothing, I'll ask for how long? Or if it's action, I'll say, okay, what do I need to do exactly? And so I'll have a pen and paper and I'll write it down, but I'll receive information about actually co-creating it into my life. I'll write down all that information in that same book and then I align with it. And this is where I then go in to do my energy work. And this is probably where I spend the most time in, 
which is raising my vibration, shifting my energy, healing, clearing myself so that I can be on that higher vibration to receive all of these things. Because most likely what you're calling in is a higher vibration than you are. So it's up to you to meet it at that vibration. It's not going to lower down to your energy. You need to rise to it. And so this is where I'll spend a good, you know, half an hour just taking care of my energy, shifting, doing ascension techniques, clearing myself, healing myself. It's really important that if you're doing this work with the divine, you actually make sure that your energy is well taken care of, it's clear and aligned, and that you're doing processes to raise your vibration and ascension work. When your energy is blocked or out of alignment, it's actually so much harder for one, for you to hear your guides, but also for you to receive the blessings they have for you. Because when you're clear, aligned, and high vibrational, they can just come in and work with your energy so much easier. So it's really important that afterwards, after you do this process, you go and you work on your energy and you make yourself a match for it. And this is a powerful process and it might seem really simple, but it's actually really, really powerful. And as a light leader, this is kind of all that you need because guess what? Spirit wants you to have all those things. They want you to have your soul work to be doing it. So they're going to help you create all of this. And all that you need to do is just ask and receive it. Ask and align, ask and align. That's where you're going to feel a really powerful shift with it. And let me know how you go with this process. Post it in the New Paradigm of Lightworkers group on Facebook. Let me know your feedback, how you go with it. I know I've had some clients have amazing success with manifesting these things. I've manifested so many things. And I was doing various different manifestation processes before I started doing this. And this was the one that really built traction and I started to see results as soon as I did it. So apply it, let me know how you go, and I'd love for you to um, I'd love to hear the feedback from you in the group on how that goes. And if you are wanting to get that feedback from your spiritual team, I am a channeler and I have programs where I can do that for you and actually connect with your spiritual team and have a conversation with them. Or I also teach it in my Channeling Spirit Academy. And you can get information about that on my website, athenabailey.com. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope this process has really helped you and made clear about the co-creation for light leaders. Thank you. Much love. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Light Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Athena Bailey. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and left a review. Each month, I randomly pick someone who's left a review to win a one-on-one session with me. So if you'd like to win that, leave a review. Sending you so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode of Light Leaders.